It's Monday in the octave of Easter. Welcome to today's Paschal Cast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. The custom of the observance of Roman stations continues through this octave after Easter Sunday until next Sunday's observance, Low Sunday, also called Sunday in Albis, referring to the white garments of the newly baptized. Of course, now it's also called Divine Mercy Sunday, or even Thomas Sunday, in reference to the Gospel reading about the doubting apostle. The Roman stations after Easter have connections with the Mass formularies, and their choices seem to have been a way to reintroduce the newly baptized Roman Christian to the saints who were important to the Romans themselves. Today's Roman station is St. Peter's Basilica. A liturgical octave is an eight-day period following and including the feast. Theologically speaking, an octave anticipates the eternal bliss of heaven in which we will consider God in his glory. Think of it this way. God created the world in six days, and on the seventh, the Sabbath, he rested. This cycle of seven repeats itself while the world endures. The eighth day is therefore beyond the cycle of seven. It symbolizes the eternal state, the perfect, unending Sabbath of heaven. As a church, during the octave, perceived as a single continuous day, we imitate the hosts of heaven in their abiding contemplation. In a way, the church suspends time so that we can rest within the mystery we have celebrated while contemplating it from different angles. Here's an example. It may be that you've gone to a museum and seen a magnificent statue. For example, say you're in Florence in Italy and you go to see The Great David by Michelangelo. Well, you go into the place and you, of course, just look at it and shrug and walk out, right? Well, probably not. You probably want to look at it for a while, so you spend some time there. First you look at it from this direction, and then another one, and then you walk around it, and you see it from various points of view. You stand there, and you try to take it all in. Well, considering our human weakness, a single day per year does not suffice to gather in the different dimensions of a mystery of a great feast, especially Easter. So an octave allows us to reflect on the feast in different ways. From Toward Easter by Father Patrick Troedek. Three pilgrims are conversing as they walk towards Emmaus. The first two are weak and fragile men, as indeed all men are. They are sad and entirely disconcerted. The cross and the passion of our Lord have undermined their faith and their hope. They leave Jerusalem filled with bitterness. The third pilgrim is going to enlighten them. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things, he tells them, before entering into his glory? It was Jesus who was walking with them. They only recognized him that evening at the breaking of the bread. Then the light came into their souls. Now they understand what our Lord was continually foretelling during his public life. The cross is not an accident on the way, 
nor an involuntary failure in the unfolding of God's plan. It is, on the contrary, the passage established by God in order to come to glory. Let us have no more fear. Let us no longer tremble at the sight of sacrifice. Let us think of heaven, which will be our reward. Paradise is not to be sought on earth. O divine goodness, how worthy thou art of being loved, thou who not only redeemed us from our sins, but who prepare for us a glorious body like thine own for eternity. To merit heaven, help me to put myself at the service of others and accept wholeheartedly the difficulties of the day. Oh,